Hey guys, uh, I guess you know this uh, voice by now. If you don't know, it's AOT Tire Media Tire. And you're welcome to the 234 Essential Podcast. Uh, I am the host. I also have a co host. You might, if you are listening to the former podcast, you might know her. Her name is Uguchi. Uguchi, what's up? Hi. Hey, Ayo. I'm glad. Yeah. Hi. How you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing well in these strange times, in these corona times. Yes, really interesting yeah. time. Alright, cool. okay. Before, yeah, before we, before we go further, let me just break down what the podcast is really all about. You know, um, mm-hmm. so if if you check the title of the, the name of the podcast is two three four essential podcast. Uh, two three four basically is the country code for Nigeria, and this is going to be very Nigerian centric podcast where we break down a lot of things happening in the country. We give you a lot of background and give you context. It's not going to focus too much on entertainment or celebrity lifestyle, but the things that we as Nigerians experience, as young Nigerians experience, and things that are common to us. And so we give you proper context, background, history, and break it down for you, basically. So that is what 234 Essential Podcast is all about. Yeah, and uh, I'm the host, uh, and my co-host is Uguchi. And uh, we're supposed to do this shortly before Miss Corona stepped into town, but, you know, she had other plans, mm-hmm. and... It was during the lockdown where you got us before the lockdown, so we've been indoors for like three weeks now. I've been indoors for like a month. Other people have been in for three weeks right now. So we had decided to, you know what, let's just do this, man. And do like an isolation series during this mad period in world history. So Gucci, what's up? How are you doing? Well, how have you been indoors? To be honest, I don't know. I don't I don't know how I'm actually enjoying it. Wow, that's that's you, man. So, like, in the sense, right? Like, aside the free will of going outside, like outside. But if I'm not going to work, where else am I really going to? Like, normally my life is literally work and home, work and home. Not not trying to say I'm boring or anything. So, like, okay, okay. So you're you're one of those types that basically just like to stay home and you know. Or if it's, if it's work, then work, then apart from that, just stay home and chill. You're not like a social type. Well, I am, to be honest. But, like, I don't I don't miss it in the way that some, maybe other people do. I'm not even trying to generalize by saying this, but, like, yeah. I really needed this time indoors. I, 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 don't, I have seen, been saying it at work for the longest time that I need like two weeks to myself so i go what i wanted in the sense the world had me <laughs> i gave it yeah, to me so you exactly who knows uh, probably more yeah yeah are you working on anything special like you know do you have your like a personal goal set or things you wanted yeah. to do and it's just just got, came in the right time just do not have any personal my personal goal is to be alive. I just well, want to be it. alive and sane. That's, that's all think, I want. I think, I think when we all started twenty January first, twenty twenty, we all had goals and aspirations and things we wanted to work on. But we can say right now that you know Corona has thrown most of all our goals and uh, all all the things for twenty twenty away. I think people just want to see twenty the end of twenty twenty for real. Really? To be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I mean that and alive as well. What is it? Then on 2020, alive, 
and that is came. Key. That Very is key. Yeah, yeah, man. 2020 just came and bamboozled everybody, like, you know. Oh, God, right? Like, just twisted everything. Yeah, the funny thing is that when this thing started last year, I was seeing it on CNN, and I was like, oh, China, wow, okay, coronavirus. Then it just started spreading, spreading. And now it's just, yeah, and now it's just this nightmare that, this is stuff we see in movies, like, apocalyptic movies, like, 30 years, 30 years from now, the world was shut down, everybody's living behind, blah, 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 blah. And it's just yeah. amazing to see that we are the ones living here right now. Despite all, 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 all we've thought about science and technology, the development we've seen in science and technology over the decades, a virus is shutting down a whole planet. A whole planet. And it's crazy because nobody even really knows what life is going to be like after this time. We don't know how mm-hmm. normal it is. Mm-hmm. What, what did you say? Well, definitely. One thing is certain though. We're not going yeah. back to our normal normal. Like normal before the coronavirus. Like that uh, normal is no longer going to be normal. Yeah, because no, so, a lot yeah. of economic de- them determinants are going to flip real hard. So yeah, normal yeah. is not going to be normal anymore. You know? There's so, no normal anymore. Like Yeah, for real. So there's going to be a new type of normal. Yeah. Someone was saying that, you know, how how um, we have, like, AD, after the death of Jesus Christ, and before the, uh, the death of Jesus Christ, we're going to have, like, before Corona and after Corona, this year and this year. Literally. I yeah. think I saw that on somebody's post somewhere, like, um, yeah, I think to, to something BC. Yeah. And I didn't even need to ask. I already knew what that was. Like, muscle knowledge already. Wow. This yeah. season had a new meaning. Definitely. So, what do you think the new normal would be like? After, like... Um, all... I mean... To be fair... Um, a lot of people will lose their jobs. This is the oh, people, people are already losing their jobs, right? Yeah, people... Yeah, some some companies are still thriving or living off the idea of online sales, blah, blah. Yeah. But you'll find that a lot of people, some people lost before, some people are losing during, but yeah. it, a lot of people... Some people still after. after. Yeah. Most businesses are to streamline, yeah. But, like, trying to, like, center it to Nigeria, let's, let me, let's just our case study. Yeah, Lagos, definitely Nigeria, yeah. Um, man, it's to be wild though. It's to be wild because we're talking about a shit ton of business. All these people that are selling off Instagram will have yeah. a hard hit because it's because there's no money circulation. Exactly, and a lot of things that we're selling in Nigeria as um day to day essentials are imp- are imported stuff. Yeah, you know, Nigeria is an importation country, so we import, we just import everything. It's a huge yeah. because it's crazy and it's it's really I don't know it's going to be crazy but this I'm certain like even six months after isolation is done we'll still yeah. not be able to find our bearing and I'm not even trying to be a Debbie Downer forecast like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. It's, doom but it's not something people can just shake off yeah we can't we can't too, because this is stopping. This is stopping, like, literally the world for how many days? It's a yeah. long time. 
And okay, so the other day I was only, having a conversation because I, 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 I just only used to do that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I talk about it. I'll, I'll definitely tell you this because it's, it's longer. Okay. So I, I read somewhere yesterday that travel agencies now are beginning to cry because people in Nigeria, because people are not asking for refunds for uh, tickets they already bought in advance, thinking that you know, they, didn't, they didn't anticipate coronavirus. So now they have to start refunding people. So that means like the that that sector of the economy is shut down for a long while. Because even after Corona, I don't think people are ready to be traveling anyway. Because you have to get your finances right and everything. True, but yo, I think see, I think we're not thinking about this fact really, like in real time. Your yeah. finances are suffering; they will cry. Definitely. Like, Definitely. If, yeah. If if I'm not careful, I'm going to eat my rent because I'm. If I have to tell my landlady, we need to re- we have to revisit that whole thing because what we're talking about we're talking about these finances as though it's sitting somewhere replicating. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the stock market so much, but I don't know how much. I don't think people are earning that much money because nobody's buying or selling. Even if they are, they're not doing in their numbers because they're at the end of the day, for your money to for your money to to up its game or climb in any way. You have to be doing some sort of trading. The world yeah. isn't trading. Like the world wants to survive now. Literally, like everybody's trying to survive, and anybody out to feather their own nest by escalating prices and blah blah blah. You're just you're doing yourself at the moment because I don't know who the person is right now that is throwing all their money out when they are not sure what's going to happen after. Six months uh, after is a long ass time. And while I'm even saying six months to be modest, you know, it's a yeah. long time after. And we're not getting a vaccine until like 18 months. Hopefully, that's the most optimistic exactly. timeline. The most optimistic yeah. timeline they've given us. Exactly. That's the so, so, I don't fair. know, man. Normal is going to be weird. Like, normal is going to be weird. I've read somewhere like in Yankee or the UK where landlords are saying, you know, for the next two or three months, chill, no rent, guys. You guys can stay rent free. But I don't think that can mm. apply in Nigeria because, first of all, we don't do pump, uh, we don't do rent monthly here. We do annually. Exactly. So True. once you pay for your year, you pay for your year. And when your year is up, you True. have to pay for another year. It doesn't nobody cares about uh, those coronavirus or those last half mm-hmm. fever, which has which has killed more Nigerians than. So we are dealing with two battles up front. True. Just, but why are you talking about last season, to be honest? Yeah. No, no. You see, the funny thing about Nigeria is just a funny country, right? Because Lassa was actually killing more people. He killed more people than Ebola, killing more people than coronavirus presently. And Nigeria just didn't care. And, and you can see how we are even reacting or responding towards coronavirus. There are Nigerians on the streets. Who don't understand social distancing? Who just physically don't? Personally, I personally believe that social distancing is a myth. We only say it because it sounds interesting, and this is what the more advanced worlds are saying. But she said we should call it physical distancing. That's where Nigerians Nigerians understand it. When you say social distancing, they don't get it. When you say physical distancing, yeah, physical distancing. Even as physical distancing, we don't get it real time. Nah. We don't. You, uh, are we not seeing the way we live in clusters in Africa? Let's be serious, please. We live yes. as 
You imagine, imagine living in a face man face. You are saying how to do social distancing. How now? How you? How do you want to even try to do that? It don't work. Like Impossible. I'm, I'm so, I've been outside for two days in a row. I will still, I'll definitely still come back to landlords and everything. But I've been outside yeah. two days in a row for a bit. Of course, wearing all the necessary PPE and observing all the necessary practices to ensure yeah. that I'm not infecting. I'm not infecting anybody else. Yeah. But um, the communities that have been, you know, um, advantaged to go to, my niggas, they're just they're not doing anything. They're outside. Yes, People are chilling. They're like, they are hugging. It's, like it's like an election they, day. And after the election, everybody's just out. Literally, it's just like, oh, the, one guy even said to me, our sister, almost, coronavirus, no day this side, on a Mercedes Benz day. Almost, it sounded like a joke when we laughed, but. This is how these guys are thinking. Coronavirus mm. is a social construct. Do you, do you know the funny thing? They believe that this is just a scam by the government. That they've not seen anybody with uh, coronavirus. So they believe it's just a scam by Nigerians. Precisely. By Nigerian government. And, and guess what? We can't even blame them. This is the truth. No, I can't, can't blame them because the, Nigerian. the, Niger, the Nigerian political class has shown over over years, over decades, that they are not trustworthy. So even in a time like this, when it is true, people are like, nah, man. People have PTSD, like, now, nah, we can't believe these people. Real-time PTSD. Real-time yeah. PTSD. Like, I, I can't even doubt it. And, mm. you know, you see, they see you who's moving around with your car, or you can afford yeah, a face mask, and just like, yo. Moving in the car is even do. There are people are on, on our cadres. There are people still on our cadres. Without face ah. masks, without anything. Ah. That's scary. <laughs> Literally trading, talking, doing stuff. No. Truth is, for the longest time, I personally, I kind of feel like the Nigerian government should even reach an agreement of sorts where it just even allows people to go outside because either way, people are going to die. Is that you die from hunger or you die from you die from coronavirus or you die from being robbed? <laughs> you know, You've touched yeah. another key issue. The security issue right now in Lagos or Anugu State um, is unbelievable. I promise you. People are so agitated. The, yeah, so the other day, I decided, like, I've not been out for, like, three days. I just let me go out mm. to get something. Mm. And my whole mm. street was black. The street was black. And that's because boys came out in the night, the vigilante mm. guys, and they were, like, burning tires to, to scare off any street gang or any street court. Mm -hmm. And it's mm. that real. Like in some places, somebody sent me a voice note. You could hear gunshots going off, sirens very close to her. I'm like, wow, this is mental. And this is supposed to be like, forget what we say about Lagos on Twitter. Lagos is supposed to be like the most advanced state in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if security is this poor here, then, oh, uh, bro, then it's That's crazy. Let's move that part of Nigeria. Yeah, and I feel like when the Nigerian yeah. government thinks about Nigeria in, in general. They think about yeah. Lagos, Abuja, yeah. Ibadan, yeah, those, Ogun yeah. Those are like the most progressive states. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't think about the people in Ekiti, Jigawa. <laughs> They're not thinking no, about no, this. No. They're not thinking about them at all. How much do they contribute to the nation? But it's yeah, but like, I like matter, you know, because yeah. 
from coronavirus, if the government doesn't learn anything, well, of course they wouldn't, but if yeah. they don't learn anything, they should actually learn that every life matters in Nigeria because mm, um, Miss Rona found her way to Aso Villa when she yeah, did, I'm, like... No, for real, man. Me, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I found that Corona was in Aso Villa, I'm like, yeah, you guys, it's time for you guys to feel because you guys don't go to hospitals. You know, you yeah. prefer the healthcare. So, now, no, not that nobody can travel, you will now use the same hospitals that Nigerians yeah. die in day. Exactly. And so far, I think the guy who has it, the chief of staff, we've not heard anything about him. Like, I think he's still, he's still in the hospital. Yeah, sure. so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be sounding wicked or. But I'm but really, yeah. I don't know. I really I want go. somebody to die in Asovila. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. If any Nigerian politician dies of coronavirus, coronavirus. except of Fashola, I'm not, I won't be like, I don't care. Because you guys have done nothing for Nigerians. I'm telling you, all's fair in love and war. If they yes. die too, I'm fine. For Sibanjo or anybody, that's fine. Because yeah. guess what? Change will never happen if the rich is not as affected as the poor. If this Definitely. thing was only affecting poor people, do you think they'll call for a shutdown or a lockdown? Never. See, like, you get, like, they can die in their numbers, that's fine. But yeah, on so, a flip side, though, too, I'll say that I've been, I've also kind of like experienced um, how our government ha- has gotten away with playing Je- baby Jesus for a bit and not feeling anything. How we can, they can actually be bulletproof and mm-hmm. just do their own thing and not bother. See, okay. the average Nigerian, let's be serious, the average Nigerian is entitled. Yeah, but I feel they have to be entitled because the system, look, I am my own local government, you know, yeah. I I, 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 I my water, when there's hardly any light, I provide electricity for myself, I'm not providing security for myself, so I think I should feel entitled because I'm actually doing the work a nation is supposed to be doing for a citizen. So, anyway. I completely agree. I completely agree, right? And yeah. don't don't get me wrong, but like there are two sides to a coin, obviously, always. Definitely, yeah. Um, yes, the government has, is fucking up. They are messing up big time. Um, I'd be sorry if I use the word fuck up, but yeah. Um, but um, here's the thing. So you're doing your own thing, like it's like muscle knowledge now. The way Nigerians are living, right? You know, you're yeah. the one taking care of yourself. It's like blaming your parents for so long for you not having money. Yeah. You get like okay, but we've tried as people. I agree. I was saying to someone the other day, if they give Nigerians just the basics, we're talking about the basics, like even what Ghana has, not even any advance. Just has. give us the basics, like the semblance of what Ghana has. Give us life. Give us good roads. Give us mm-hmm. security. Give us healthcare. Give us fundamental education don't give us all this kind of nonsense education that we've been Nigeria has been on the same um, scale of education for the past how many years give yeah. us education now like we're benefiting from and let us see dignity in labor yeah we'll, we'll be a different type of people we'll be a different breed definitely that's you know, definitely and jumping off what okay. you said about sorry jumping off what you said about education it's it is now what we are seeing with all these 
street courts like one million boys and Hawawa boys where they are coming out in the streets and they are hurting people and they are basically robbing people. Now on Instagram you now see them writing letters to communities that you are coming you are coming through, don't call the police. You guys just you guys just drop your bar and call your bar and no loss of life. And the police can't basically do anything. Police will tell you they didn't stop, but when the boys roll out, they disappear. And it's what they've done over the years that they've used these boys for election to cause election wahala. Now mm-hmm. there's an election wahala and there's no and there's major anarchy in the land. The politicians can't do anything. Exactly. So, yeah. But you know, look here, like I was saying someone like these cold guys and one million boys, the truth is that they've been operating since they're just using coronavirus mm-hmm. as an excuse. Well, of course, people, everybody yeah. everybody knows like so you know, all those very volatile areas, you know, and this boy's been around for a while. One million boys, they did a movie about one million boys like 10 years ago. I remember watching the Obama movie like 10 years I've ago. I've encountered them personally, physically, I've seen them. No, for real? When, yeah. When Vokes used to be Vokes. So my family house is on um the most important road in Nigeria as far as I'm concerned. Which is the west, which is the road from Malto all the way to the border. My family yeah. house, I grew up on that road, so like very competent with it. I can talk about it. But probably, I know it by heart, probably. So, at the time I used to work, so Dangote has a subsidiary company. In, um, what's it called now? Dangote has a subsidiary company in somewhere along that road. It's called Abulado, Abuloshan. That's what it's called. So I used to work there for industrial training and all of that. And um, I was coming back one day. They, this this time I was using like a boot five. So this was uh, 2012. Yeah. And I was in a bus trying to get to back, trying to get home and everything. And then these guys are. See, I'm not talking. This this they are mass. There are plenty. Yeah, they're I'm, I'm they're thinking about it in retrospect. These guys are literally a million guys, yeah, and there's traffic on this road every time because, of course, the government has neglected this road and they have refused mm-hmm. to properly do it. I'm coming back from work this day, and I'm in a bus trying, feeling like the cool kid in the bus. This right till date anyway. I don't even bring out my phone in any public transportation. In fact, once I'm on the road. My phone is in my pocket, in my bag. It's just out of sight. And I always have, like, another phone handy where I can receive calls and stuff. Um, I'm in this bus and I'm going home. And there's we meet this traffic jam as expected. I know standard, when you, reach, when you get to some kind of tra- traffic jam in Nigeria, you, in Lagos anyway, you come down from the bus. The MO is to come down from the bus and trek the rest of the way and just pray that God will help you, that your your legs don't give, you know, don't give, don't give off or don't disappoint you. So everybody comes down and they're walking. I mean, I'm just like, I I just want to sit in this bus and just wait and listen to my music. My God, these guys flooded. Even people trekking were not safe. Wow. At Vokes at the time, this is Yanoba area, Vokes, Yanoba, there used to be holes on the road. Like, these guys will come in the night and dig holes, like, deep in. That's and then, 
ensure that cars go there so that they fall inside and then they rob you. So obviously the roads are bad. Everybody's either trekking or sitting in the bus. These guys were sweeping through buses. I don't know how it happened. You know, if 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 I want to go religious, I'll say it's divine intervention. I'm just at the bu- I'm on the bus and I'm with my phone. Of course, the bus is dark and my phone is the only thing giving off lights. One of the, so like someone was just comes to the, the door of the bus and of course I don't speak Yoruba so well but I understand. And the boy tell the boy tells the conductor who is sitting at the entrance of the bus, of course, and he's like, um, Omoyami, I don't know, and he's like, um, it's, like says in Yoruba, I can't say what exactly he says, so I, I don't fall short and you know destroy somebody's language, you know. But and the guy says, excuse, I want to, I'm, I'm I want to enter my house. Yeah. And the conductor boldly looks at him and says, This is not your house and slams the door. See, wow. I don't know if the, the conductor was is probably one of them on a good day, you know, when when he's on the street or something, but like this is what happens. And the guys just look at him and they're like, We'll see again. And he just left. This is how God saved my life. But these guys stole they were stealing from even people trekking, like I could see from the bus. They were stealing in their numbers. Like one million boys is nothing. It's happening. It's real life. Anybody who feels oh, they right. is is joking around right now. They are actually a thing. It's actually a thing. Yeah, yeah I said so. This was like 2012, right? And look yeah. at how mm-hmm. it has gone unchecked. It has gone unchecked till 2028 years. The government didn't know. Yeah. Because the government knows they've existed, but. They just mm-hmm. tell it like, we don't care. Now, it's not a problem. And the police are giving us their normal number. Oh, their boys, their men are outside. They are doing this, 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 mm-hmm. this. But I just, heard that, I just heard that in Suleri, they, they shot down Suleri yesterday night or something. And it's crazy. And wow. I've, been, I've been in Lagos for a while. I've lived in Lagos all my life. Yeah. I've not seen this level. Of, guys. Yes, not expensive, but I've, the last time I saw guys come out in a neighborhood to protect their neighborhood mm. in the vigilant it was before Mawa was governor of Lagos. We were appointed military administrator. This was wow. pre pre ninety seven, pre ninety six, I think. Wow, and you see that oh, twenty twenty now that we're also have the and everything. Guys are now yeah. coming out to machetes and everything from their homes just to protect people in their streets. And yeah. streets where you pay streets where they pay security fee that you normally pay security fee for. It shows that security that you have before it doesn't make sense at the end of the day. <laughs> we'll just quick on back to the landlords. I think uh, it's not going to happen in Nigeria or in Lagos. I don't think any landlord is going to give you two months or three months free because it's coronavirus. Um, it doesn't care that you have any money. It's, it's your business at the end of the day. Actually, yeah, uh, our uh, landlords are shy of locks now. Of course. They don't care. <laughs> they might even increase it. Yeah, it won't increase the only problem. Oh, God. Yeah, because, like, business Actually. has to go on. Even if there's a pandemic, even if there's a pandemic, business has to go on. And for, I think, I guess, yeah, for a lot of really Yeah, but I a lot of negotiations too. Even though this whole lockdown, isolation thing, business has to go on. Your local baba has to come out and still make money. Your organizer has yeah. to come out and still make money. But you know, Loki, like, I think, I think that's another part of essential services that, like, yeah, we're not yeah, also yeah. looking at 
Yeah, but I know a lot of men that are not cutting their hair during this period. They're like, uh, they can't risk it, you know. Yeah, no, certainly. But that's you. Or that's them, right? Because yeah. old habits die hard, right? <laughs> There's some people that legitimately always cutting their hair or like changing their polish or as as crazy as it may sound, they are willing to actually risk it, go out and get it done. Like it's happening. Like oh, I was somewhere in um what's it called? Uh, Jack on Day yesterday. Like inside inside Jack on Day. Um, you know those barbers on the street they they get they do. For their shop yeah. live and direct it was open open and you have customers sitting would they come and die because there's a pandemic ah they can't all they I can't all I, mean, I think i think that's it for this episode like you know it was a good one talking to you uh, yeah this, same uh, here during this pandemic hopefully True. And the lockdown, hopefully Nigerians can stay indoors and let this pandemic pass so we can go back, go about our normal business in the next two weeks. Hopefully, man, but yeah. we all have to stay safe, keep safe. Definitely. Um, try to um, practice our normal hand washing, very critical. I think it's a lot of people, I think they're not making very, uh, uh, man, they're going to make it mandatory for everyone to wear masks. They're about to do that in New York. I know in South Korea, yeah. the reason why their are infection rate is is because people wear masks almost there almost all the time. So it's nothing new to them. Oh, okay. So I think other so issues is going to be mandatory for a lot of Nigerians to wear masks. See, but would this even work for us? You know, there will be fake masks and everything, but at least it's a step. And at that point, if you want to die, die. There's nothing anybody can do again for you. Sure, but man. First of all, we're not even sanitary people as a country in general. So, you see people that wear masks for seven days without washing it or throwing it away. Like, yo, man, we need a re-education in this country. A revolution. Uh, Thanks for jumping in on this, uh, our, how would I call it, our premiere episode, our first day episode. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So this is the two three four essential podcast, just breaking down everything Nigerian, Nigerian culture, Nigerian conversations, Nigerian mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. context and trends, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully by God's grace we'll be back we'll be back soon for the second episode, talking yes, about yeah. what life is like during this pandemic, this whole coronavirus, COVID nineteen issue. But we hope you guys mm-hmm. have had have had a blast. Uh we'll go to did you have a blast? I had and a blast for sure. I <laughs> Uh, thank you for yeah. next episode. Definitely. Thank you for listening to us and we'll catch you the next time. Peace out. Sure. Bye.